How bad is Florida State going to hammer the Florida Gators' running defense? You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How bad is the Florida State Seminoles offense going to hammer the Florida Gators rushing defense? Okay. You are locked on Seminoles. Your daily. Holy crap. Three. How bad is the Florida State offense going to hammer the Florida Gators defense? Nope. Let's try four. How bad is the Florida State offense going to hammer the Florida Gators rushing defense inside the swamp? You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back in to another episode of Locked On Seminoles. I am your host, Brian Smith. Wanted to get in a fun episode tonight as I've gotten some stuff done this week. I'll be back on track on Thursday, but this is something I've been trying to put together for a while and I'm a stat guy. We're going to hammer on the Gators a little bit a week early. Obviously, the Knolls are going to be taking on North Alabama. I'm not excited about it. I doubt you are either. And next week, a trip to the swamp for the boys from Tallahassee. And we're just going to get into it this week. I'm not waiting around. I don't see any reason to. Let's be honest. Everybody's much more interested in a rivalry game. So here we go. Now, like always, injuries dictate every single football game, especially at the very end of a college football season. With that, Florida State's offensive line has been banged up a lot. Even more that's in the quote-unquote injury report that college coaches never really give you. Marie Smith and some other guys, they're warriors. They're doing what they can, but Florida State is probably nowhere near optimum. That being stated, whatever it allegedly is that's going on in Gainesville with their so-called defense is absolutely unbelievable. It's the worst Florida defense I've seen in my life, and I've been watching college football ardently since the mid-1980s. What in the world are you doing? They gave up 700 yards to LSU last week, and I'm fully engaged with the point. Jaden Daniels is different. Whatever. That's great. But they couldn't tackle me, and this just in. I couldn't make many people miss. Florida has lost some interest. They don't even look like they're that engaged defensively. I don't think they trust in the scheme and or the coaches. In the numbers I'm about to show you, prove it out. Listen to the following. Here are the last six games. The last six for the Florida Gators defense. Can't make this stuff up. It's just unbelievable. At Kentucky. Now, Kentucky's got a really good running back, good offensive line, physical team, but they give up 329 yards. It's Kentucky. Not the LA Rams. Okay. Then they played Vandy. It's the only time they did decent. It's Vandy. Definitely not the LA Rams. They gave up 64. Then the rest, this is where it's just mind-blowing. South Carolina, the same team that gave up nine sacks in game number one this year to North Carolina, a team that has offensive line issues. Boy, that doesn't look good. 152. The next game against Georgia. They played decent considering it's Georgia, but it's still 171. 
Arkansas, terrible offensive line, 226. And then, of course, last week, I don't know how you didn't see some of the memes or whatever it was you were scrolling and finding on Twitter or on Facebook, whatever, but LSU gouged them for 329 yards on the ground. So in the six-game total, the Gators have given up 1,271 yards. That's an average of 211.8. If you want to just go the last month, that's South Carolina, Georgia, Arkansas, and LSU. That's 878 yards and 219.5 yards per game. Now let's go back to that injury report before I go into the Florida State players and what they've done often. And they're not dominating by any means rushing, but against this, there's a reason I'm bringing this up because effort, mentality, who's healthy, all those things combined, this could be ugly as it relates to the Florida Gators. The injury report, my buddies at Goodall over at All Gators, he just came out with it about an hour or two ago. Wide receiver Andy Jean, offensive tackle Austin Barber, that's a big one, by the way. Uh, he's their left tackle. He may not play. Caleb Douglas is out, a receiver tighter than Jonathan Odom's out. But then they, they're still out with Shamar James. He's probably their best linebacker, in my opinion, talent-wise. He's a kid from Mobile. He's a dude. He's been out for a while. Edge Zach Pryburn is out. And they also do not have Devin Moore, who's a corner who plays a lot. That's a lot of players out in general. It's just going to put them in worse situations offensively to put their defense in a bad spot. That's why I mentioned the offensive guys. And then defensively, they can't stop anybody anyway. They just added more to the list. Shamar's been out for a while. Pyburn doesn't help to have him out either. This is a very banged up Florida Gators unit. If that offense struggles like I think it will running the ball compared to what they've done against some other teams. They ran the ball pretty good against LSU, but LSU's defense is also Swiss cheese, which we've already seen that because Florida State went through it pretty pretty good for 45 points. I think Florida State will be able to hold Florida's rushing attack down at least some. They're pretty good at running the ball, but they're going to get backed up a few times, and that's going to make it really hard on the Florida Gators. D, and when Florida State gets the ball, this is the last six games they've had. 282 against Virginia Tech. 191 Syracuse, 152 against Duke. That was probably their best performance, honestly, just because Duke does have a very good front. Only 126 at Wake. They had some injuries. They went with the pass more in the run that game. They found matchups, fair enough, but they still only ran for 126. At Pitt, decent performance, especially in the second half. They found some matchups, hit a few big plays, the big run down the middle for Benson. And then uh, that was 138 yards. And then Miami, quite honestly, stifled them. 57. The sack adjusted was like 96 or something like that. So they've struggled some down the stretch. And injuries have definitely hurt the Knowles too. But is it enough for me to be really worried? Here's the difference. And this is the X factor. They're going to run the ball well for two reasons. Number one, being a rivalry. Number two, they've got better talent. But the biggest one off the, off the radar that most people aren't talking about, Missouri hosts Florida this week. Another physical football team. Up in Columbia, the Gators got to travel up to a cold-weather game, and then they're going to turn around and come back and play the FSU Knowles, who are hosting North Alabama. Fair or not, that's the way it's going to play out. Florida State's going to hammer them, get a little more rest. I'm guessing some of those offensive linemen that have been banged up, tight ends, receivers, whatever it is, maybe Hakeem Williams is back. That's going to help them. You put all of this together, I think Florida State is flat-out going to hammer them because they're going to hit a couple of big plays. I'm not saying they're going to go five, six, seven yards all day long, like that just consistent grind it out kind of deal, but they've been hitting big plays all year. Like 
the Benson play against Pitt kind of sealed the deal. This is what we're talking about with that as well. Florida will be in the game for much of the game, but in the second half, look for Florida State to pull away, and this is the first first reason why. All these stats I just read off. Now, one additional point before I get out of here on this short podcast. With this game, I know it's a rivalry. I know the Swamp will be very, very excited, and it's you know last game for Florida and all that, but they're still trying to get to a bowl. I think they're going to get hammered by Missouri too. But at the same time, I think they're about done with this defense coordinator. I think he's going to get fired. How much does that impact the game? If you want to comment on it, feel free. I've never been in one of those situations personally, but I've covered it, been around a lot of kids that talked about it off the record. That is a very somber situation. Anytime a defensive coordinator, again, they've given up 219 yards a game over the last four. It's SEC competition, I get it, but like South Carolina and Arkansas, they do not have good offensive lines. They don't. Their quarterbacks have been running for their life the whole year. And just between them, they're at 378 yards rushing just between South Carolina and Arkansas. That's terrible. So Florida's in trouble against the Knowles because if they can run the ball even a little bit, just a little bit, not, not even a whole lot, if Florida State can do that, the play, act, the play action game, then you know Keon, Johnny, and all those guys, they're going to play better against Florida. It's it's the Florida Gators. It's it's your rival. If you can average four yards a carry, they're going to hit 300 yards passing. If you can get into that five-yard carry range, it's name your score kind of deal. I'm not saying they're going to get 700 yards like LSU did. That was ridiculous. Nobody should ever get 700 yards against Florida. That's, that's just, come on. Come on, man. And I know Jaden Daniels is a special player, but that's just pathetic. FSU has the advantage with the better team, more balanced offense, the experienced quarterback. Offensive line should be a little healthier. They've got big play running backs. Florida's defense is banged up a little bit, and they quite honestly have no chemistry. Nor do, do I think they bought in at all, at least not at this juncture of the year, with their defensive staff. You don't give up 700 yards and you're bought in. Not, not with the talent they have. It's not an unbelievable team, but 700 yards. And again, it's the rush defense that sets that all up. No team is going to win today just by stopping the pass because really good quarterbacks are going to hit passes, no matter what your defense is. A great pass is going to beat a great defense. Stuffing the rum is about numbers. It's about consistency, run gap fits, effort. I don't see that with Florida, especially the effort like the tackle. This could be a big game. And, and Florida State running for 200 yards in this game, absolutely in play. I'd put that at 50-50. A Trey Benson 70-yarder with 10 minutes to go in the game would be about right to put that game out of reach and also over the 200-yard mark. So just something to think about. Um, this week and all the way through next, I'm going to do a Florida preview. We can talk a little bit about North Alabama, and I'll mix some of that stuff in, but there's really not much reason to. I'm just being honest. I'm I'm not interested in talking about that game. I have some stuff I want to talk about with Florida and Florida State in terms of quarterback play. Honestly, I'll give Florida State an edge, but Florida's quarterback played pretty darn good. And considering what he's worked with and trying to deal with that defense, we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about the swamp environment, the history. I love the Florida-Florida State rivalry. It's fantastic. It deserves a lot of credit, and we can just go into that. So if you have any questions you want to throw out on YouTube, what have you, please do. 
I think that is definitely worth something to go into. If there's a game you were at, what section you were into, let's talk about it. Let's just talk about personal experiences and everything that comes with it. That stuff's fun, man. I love that. Uh, there's nothing like being at a rivalry game, right? I mean, that's why we like college football. It's different. Not that they're better than the pro players. They're, they're pro players, but the environment in a college event, in environment like at the Swamp, whether you like them or not, that's a, that's a really crazy atmosphere. Going in there and kicking their you-know-what in their house, on their rug, you're a Florida State Seminole. It doesn't get any better than that. For the rest of their lives, they'll be able to talk about that. So that's something we're going to get into Thursday and, and all the way through to the game, not this Saturday, but the next. So with that, everybody have a great night. Take care. You are locked on Seminoles. Ugh. 